Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Morning shot. Good morning. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Lin Lee. For today's morning shot, we are catching up on the latest from the US. Just hours ago, former President Donald Trump appeared in a Manhattan courtroom where he pleaded not guilty to 34 charges related to falsifying business records in a hush money investigation. Now, this will all go down in history books as Mr. Trump is the first former American president to be criminally indicted, a developed that is propelling the United States into uncharted political waters. But just how strong is the case against him? For an analysis of the latest, we're joined by Kevin Madden, senior partner at the Panther Group. Good morning there, Kevin. Good morning. Uh, Great to be with you. All right. Now that we know what charges Trump is up against, could you give us a sense of what the potential consequences might be? Well, I think the potential consequences are um, uh, pretty great when you consider how uh, a criminal case like this really destabilizes the political environment in uh, in the United States, which was already on very shaky ground to begin with, uh, given the high levels of partisanship, but also just the level of, of um, back and forth that happens between mm. Republicans and Democrats at a time where we're very quickly moving to a, um, a presidential election in 2024, which I feel like it's already started. Um, so that uh, that level of um, activity right now, where you have criminal charges shading uh, the political debate in the country, um, you know, the consequences can be pretty great. So Trump has hired top criminal defense lawyer, Top Blanche, to head his legal team as he gears up to fight those criminal charges, all of which he has pleaded not guilty to. Which charges in particular should we expect his lawyers to be challenging and how strong a case do they have? Well, look, I I think the indications on how strong this case are, you can see from both the prosecutorial side as well as the defense. And and the simple fact that the president has hired a very well-known defense lawyer indicates that he's taking these charges very seriously. The other thing that's interesting about the charges is just the volume of them, 34 uh, charges uh, that are felonies. These are not misdemeanors. Uh, These are not charges to be taken lightly. They all carry potential jail time. So um, I think that underscores just how serious they are. Now, as far as the merits of the case, like that's, that still has to be litigated. I think the, the president's defenders will say that these are all trumped up charges, that they're just political. Uh, but of course, the prosecutor in this case, the uh, district attorney, uh, has taken to the, um, the media to, uh, to back up his charges uh, and to offer more uh, and greater detail about why he brought the charges to begin with. Um, New York City being one of the business capitals of the country, the business capitals of the world, and that these were essentially charges about the falsification of business records, that's a very serious charge. And so the district attorney, you know, he went to great lengths today to make a, mm. make a very public case uh, for why he brought these charges. Um, but we'll, but, but it's going to, I think it's going to be a very, very long process. Mm. This is not going to be a case that's over very quickly. Now, as you mentioned earlier, Trump's lawyers have so far insisted that the allegations are politically motivated. In your opinion, how likely is Mr. Trump going to get a fair trial, given the fact that he is up against a judge who has crossed paths with him in 2022? Well, look, I think we have very um, high, we hold in high regard our judicial system and our criminal justice system and its ability to uh, give somebody a fair trial. I mean, that's the 
that's a hallmark of the American uh, criminal justice system. So um, we have to proceed very carefully here because there is such a high level of politicization around um, around this case. So um, there's going to be a lot of scrutiny involved in that. And there's going to be a lot of partisanship involved as well. I think partisan actors are going to be um, very quick to accuse the other side of not providing uh, a fair trial or um, you know politicizing the entire process. But overall, the simple fact that these charges have been um, publicly debated, publicly vetted previously, um, I think that also um, is something that the, the public is going to weigh on. Mm. And I think it's also something that many of those uh, on, the, on the judicial side of things, on the criminal justice side of things, continue to point to the evidence, the, tra- the, the, the trail of evidence uh, that's involved here with the actual charges as a way to fight back against anybody who tries to politicize we're in conversation with Kevin Madden, senior partner at the Penta Group. Kevin, you're known to be a veteran of presidential campaigns. So what kind of impact will this have on Trump's 2024 presidential run? Well, we're already seeing it. Um, one of the big uh, advantages that Trump has always had as a candidate has been his ability to really control the media cycle. Mm-hmm. And if you were in the United States today, you would have seen nothing but wall-to-wall coverage on every single channel. Uh, over this case. So the simple fact that the former President Trump is able to take over the news cycle and control the political conversation in the country, um, that will have a big impact on how this thing is litigated uh, through a political lens. And, you know, when you have the president of the United States, Joe Biden, not even finding a a mention today uh, on the news, um, that tells you about how, how people are paying very close attention to this. And it's um, how disruptive an impact it, it could have on the on the politics uh, here in, in the United States. Yes, publicity, yes. But could it actually further boost his popularity? Well, one of the things that we are seeing at first glance is a sort of Republican voter antibody effect in the sense that because since these charges came out, mm-hmm. many Republican based voters, the strongest Republican voters, have rallied to the president's defense. Mm-hmm. Even the president's declared competitors inside a Republican primary have even have criticized the district attorney and have said that the, the charges against the former president are political. So um, it has had a rallying effect inside the Republican Party, but um, it also has um, many the independent voters, the ones who really make the difference inside of American elections, um, there's a great deal of fatigue. They're mm. tired of seeing um, one controversy after the next um, uh, and one partisan fight after the next, all at the expense of uh, former President Donald Trump. So um, the actual politics of this, I think, inside a primary are known, but we have a long way to go before we see uh, what the potential impacts on a general election and a general electorate might be. Looking at it from a legal standpoint, there is nothing in U.S. law that prevents a candidate who is found guilty of a crime from campaigning for and serving as president, even from prison. Now, we're still in the it's still early days, but how likely is that scenario, you know, going to play out? It is still early, so we don't know. But I think to your question, uh, to the crux of your question, We have to remember that this is Donald J. Trump. Mm -hmm. Uh, President Donald J. Trump has a reputation for really um, uh, throwing out any historical norms or historical standards and uh, doing what he thinks is best for Donald Trump. So um, I think he's uh, somebody who would be 
uh, unencumbered by any legal situation, any potential criminal uh, uh, additional criminal indictments with other investigations that are taking place and be very, very focused on just making the case uh, that he's going to run for the Republican nomination and win the Republican nomination. Conservatives believe that Trump is being held to a different standard of justice, though. Well, liberals view this as an issue of holding lawbreakers, even those in the highest positions of power, accountable. So in your opinion, will this deepen already sharp divides within the American political system? I think they will continue, yes. I think right now we have a very uh, divided American Mm -hmm. electorate. Uh, And many folks are seeing um, every issue through the lens of whether or not They see it through the lens of being on the right of the political spectrum or the left of the political spectrum. Mm. But the most important um, uh, part of the American political spectrum is still the big middle. It's people who don't identify themselves as partisans. Um, They're much more pragmatic on economics. They're much more pragmatic about politics. And they don't live and breathe politics the way many of the partisans do. At the end of the day, those are the voters that are still going to matter. In 2020, um, those voters supported Joe Biden in the end. Um, and that was what made the difference uh, in who won the election in places like Arizona, uh, places like uh, Georgia, places like Wisconsin and Michigan that really matter when it comes to winning the Electoral College that helps you win the presidency in the United States. All right. Thank you very much for your time today. We've been speaking with Kevin Madden, senior partner at the Penta Group. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.